1: Welcome today to Jesus the Healer. We are thrilled to have you with us because we are thrilled to bring the Word today. The the Word of God takes our life and sets it on course, but it has to be mixed with something to be converted into power. And that is our faith has to be added to the Word. So today, bring your faith, release your faith in the Word you here that's what we're doing yes. when we're here in this in this studio together i have a precious audience here and we're here with our faith we're here hungry for yes. the word we're believing god for answers for you yes. and and healings for you yes. miracles for you yes and provision for you. And all of that flows from the word and it's our faith that accepts that flow. Amen. And cooperates with it. So thank you for joining us and expect something good today. Amen. Amen. Uh, we invite you to get your Bible, get a notebook and follow along with us. Take notes of what God would say to you. We're going to be continuing along the lines that we've been doing in the previous weeks. And that is we're teaching on faith and we're going back and looking at some components in Abraham's faith. What did his faith look like? What, how did, uh, how did uh, his faith gain expression? Wow. Because he's the father of the faith. Yeah. And if we'll, he, God put him up as an example oh to amen. us. So we follow that. Amen. Oh we were discussing, and as I said, we've been teaching on this for several weeks. Go back and watch previous episodes regarding this because you cannot just get it all with one hearing. And then not only that, we can't say it all and repeat it every episode. So we don't want you to miss what was stated previously. Um, but we've been talking about faith is a truth. That's part, a vital part of our spiritual foundation. Um, our foundation has to be in place and it has to be strong so that what's built can go high. So what's built can go far. Amen. And so, uh, it's up to us. Um, uh, God supplies all that we need to have a strong foundation, but it's up to us to lay that foundation. Amen. And so today we're not just going to be hearers, but we're going to be doers of the Word. Yes. You say, how do you build your house on the rock? In Matthew chapter 7, you'll remember when, when uh, Jesus was comparing the wise man with the foolish man. Yes. They both heard the Word. Yes. Even the foolish man heard the Word. Yes. It's the doer. Yes. To hear it and not do it is a lack of wisdom. And the Bible calls it foolish to hear it and not do it. The wise man is the one who hears and does, meaning he makes the word part of his everyday lifestyle. He doesn't just treat the word as a Sunday event. It is a daily lifestyle. It directs how we conduct our life. It conducts how we communicate, what we're going to permit in our thought life, in our communication with others in our fellowship with God. We're going to, we're going to go to what the word says first. We ask Mm ourselves, no matter what we're faced with, what does the word say? What does the word say? We don't say what our emotions say. We don't say what our feelings say. What does our reasoning say? We, what does the word say? And to really give the word first place. You can't give your emotions first place. You can't give your feelings first place. You can't give circumstances first place. You can't give the reasonings and the calculations of the natural mind first place. The word gets first place. So we have to say, what's the word say about this? And if what we feel is in, uh, in opposition to what the word says, we, we, uh, if I could say this, we cast down what we feel. And we say, I'm not going by what I feel. I'm not going by circumstances I see. The Word is my ruler. The Word rules me. And I choose for that to happen. Amen. So we've been talking about faith and there's so much to learn. We want to have a faith that gets results. Because Bible faith gets results. And uh, so we're talking about what are ingredients or components or how does that faith get appropriately, appropriately expressed and released. It's not faith that you have that puts you over. It's faith you release that puts you over. You can have faith and still fail if you don't use the faith you have. So it's not enough to have faith. Of course, that's the beginning place. We have to have it because you can't release what you don't have. But it's not enough to have it and not release it. So it's not just about having faith, it's releasing that faith. So I encourage you, be mindful every day. Am I releasing my faith? Because you'll find this out, if you'll release your faith, you'll become more skillful in that faith. Amen. Amen. So it's such an honor for us to learn these things. Amen. Amen. And um, Jude, we've been looking at Jude and Jude has one chapter in it. We're looking at verse three and uh, it says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earn that you, that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Oh, yes which was once delivered unto the saints, the original version of faith, the spirit of faith, not a deluded version, yes. not a, a, a human uh, definition of faith, but the original version of faith that God, the faith of God, right. yeah. that spirit of faith that we should earnestly contend for the faith. You do not come into a strong, bold, receiving faith by accident. You don't float into it just because you love the Lord. You get there by very purposeful steps. And so notice Jude said, we earnestly contend that, that those words show activity. Those words do not speak of being passive. So earnestly means we're interested. If we're earnest about something, it's because we're interested in, in, in receiving it, in moving with it. So we're interested in a faith that's like God's because we have a measure of it, but we're going to use that faith. Amen. 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 Uh, like I said, it's not enough to have it. Mm-hmm. You, you do not get on the other side of opposition because you have faith. Right.
0: Right.
1: You get on the o- other side of opposition because you use the faith Amen. you have. Oh. You release it. You make it part of your daily expression through the words you speak. How do you release it? Through the words you speak, through the actions you take. Amen. So it says, earnestly contend for the faith. So we have to be interested enough to contend. And notice, contend shows us that there's going to be opposition. And we're, we're up for the contending. We're not going to let our faith be robbed from us. We won't let our faith fail. Amen. Uh, we looked at Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. Romans chapter four, verse 17, God is speaking about Abraham. And he said, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's what God does. He calls those things which be not as though they were. Meaning, uh, what isn't apparent, he still calls it. He doesn't wait for something to show up before he calls it that way. He called Abraham the father of many nations before Abraham had a child. That's what it means to call those things which be not as though they were. But Abraham also did that. He called those things which be not as though they were. And that's what made him like God in the way he expressed his faith. And then it goes on and says, who against hope, Abraham, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. See, you need to know what's spoken yeah. because that's what your faith attaches to uh-huh. is what is said, yeah. what God says to you. Yeah. So shall thy seed be and being not weak in faith, he consider not his own body now dead. And when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So he didn't consider his own body. He didn't let his body dismiss him from his miracle. And he didn't let Sarah's body dismiss him from the miracle. So it, you don't take counsel from your body. You take counsel from the word. You don't take counsel from somebody else's body. What's going on in their body? That's not my place of counsel. And that's what Abraham did not do. He did not let his body dismiss him and he did not let her body dismiss them from a miracle. So it goes on to say, he considered not his own body. Uh, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Unbelief caused staggering. What's staggering? Uh, you don't, you're not making consistent progress. You're not being consistent consistency matters in the life of faith that we don't just visit faith. It's our lifestyle. And so it says, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So strong faith gives glory to God. Strong faith doesn't sit and try to reason it out. Strong faith doesn't sit and calculate and say, how can this be? That's not what strong faith does. Strong faith just gives glory to God when it doesn't even know how to calculate the answer. I don't have to calculate it. I just give glory to God. Why do we give glory to God? The next, the next phrase tells us and being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Why do we give glory to God? Because he's the performer of the miracle. Oh, yes. Yes. Amen. So we give him glory because yes. he's the one performing it, not our reasoning.
0: Yes.
1: Now I want us to go and we look, well, we look at this and we go, my, 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 Abraham had it. He had it all together, baby. He was working it. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to it all in this episode. Likely we won't. But I want you to see this is where Abraham's faith ended up. This is not where Abraham's faith started out. I want us to go back and see... What journey did Abraham make to arrive at what Romans 4 tells us about Abraham and his faith? Because it gives the rest of us hope. Because <laughs> we can say, I haven't done this passage in Romans that we just read. You may say, I haven't done that skillfully. And the devil will say, "You Look, you haven't done that. But you know what? Abraham didn't start there, he arrived there. He arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. that's so I want us to see what process did Abraham go through to arrive at this kind of faith that's our example.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um, if I could say this, don't let you knowing you. Mm-hmm. dismiss you and disqualify you from what God's already included you in on. God's already included you in on a faith that works, a faith that receives. So don't let the knowledge of your history dismiss you. Amen. 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 Because, uh, don't ever look to a, don't ever look to be disqualified from what our, God already made yours. Yeah. He already made it yours. Yeah. Yeah. Just every day, just say, you know what? Because see, the devil will take your history and accuse you with it. Yeah. Because he's the accuser of the brethren. You cannot get on that ride. Don't get on that ride. That accusation ride. It's a sign of an unrenewed mind. It's a sign of someone who's not focused on who they are in Christ. This, it, this miracle for Abraham did not come to pass because he was all that. He came to, it came to pass because he put his faith in the God who was all that. <laughs> Amen. The devil tries to get you to look at you to see if you're qualified to have this kind of faith. It's not about you it's not about you. It's about in Christ. It's who you are in Christ. You get that. Who you are in Christ is more important than who you are in the flesh. God is not going to bring you to success because of who you are in the flesh. It's because of who you are in him in Christ. Christ is our success, not your brilliance, not your intellect, not your education, not your IQ, not your connections in the business world. Don't spend your life trying to get business connections when it's the one you need to know who you are in Christ. That's where your success is. I'm not saying you can't have business connections. I'm saying don't put your faith in them. Don't look to that, Uh that I've got a network so that I can make something happen because you'll, you'll cheat yourself from the success that in Christ gives you. If you just count on the flesh, always see this in Christ is as Christ. Now get that to be in Christ means I'm as Christ. Even as he is, so are we in this world. That means I'm to live this life as Christ. What is that? As the anointed one. I'm anointed as he's anointed. He, when I came into Christ, I came into his anointing. And it's that anointing that breaks jokes. It's that anointing that brings, it's the power of God in manifestation to bring to pass the word of God in my life. So always see this, in Christ is who I am. Now, see, I said, I don't even know if I told you Genesis 12. Did I tell you Genesis 12 yet? Good, because I don't know we're going to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I just said, I'm not sure we're going to get to all these scriptures. No, we're not going to get to them today. Paul said, when he talked about the experience of going to heaven, he had an experience of being taken to heaven. I'm not talking about when he died. I'm talking about while he was on the earth. And he spoke of himself, uh, he said, I know a man. Uh He was speaking of himself. Uh He said, I know a man in Christ. He referred to himself as in Christ.
0: Christ.
1: In Christ. He he referred to that because that was more, he was more mindful Uh of being in Christ than being in Paul. To live is Christ. Yes. To die is gain, right? But to live is Christ. We are to live mindful. I'm in Christ. I've been. I have been crucified with Him, buried with Him, but raised
0: with Him.
1: His death was my death. His burial was my burial. That means the dead man, the old man is dead. Yes. Amen. That old man that was without Christ uh, is dead yes. and buried. Yes. That's why sin can no longer lord it over me. When when the temptation of sin comes, say you can't do that to a dead man.
0: Amen. That
1: old man, because so, see the new man, the new you doesn't want to sin. No, And so um, sin tries to appeal Uh to the flow of the old man, but you're not the old man. And you're not, and refuse to carry and conduct your life in the flow of the old man. You're a new man, you're a new creature. Now, um, the word talks about, and I don't have the scriptures in front of me because I wasn't planning on going that way today, but I'll just. Refer to it and you can search it out. It talks about the first Adam. Uh And because of the first Adam, death reigned. Why was that? That was Adam himself that yielded to the temptation of the devil, yielded to sin, turned over his authority to the devil. That's how Satan became the God of this world. Being the God of this world doesn't mean He's the creator of it. Right. God's the creator, right. but Satan is, and I believe it's uh, what First Corinthians chapter four verse four that calls Satan the God of this world. That doesn't mean He's the creator of it. It just means the system did not. This system of this earth, the flow of this earth, didn't come from God. It came from when Adam turned over his authority to the devil. But Uh, when he did that, Adam did that, death reigned. Every man born after that was born under the first Adam that, that, uh, that sin nature. That's the greatest thing that happened that day when Adam sinned is he lost his God nature. Now the nature of the enemy is what dominated him. And um, death reigned because his spirit was now separated from God. Uh, he, He was fallen from that highest state. So that's why death reigned. But then there's the second Adam. The Bible refers to Jesus as the second Adam. Now, the first Adam, which was Adam himself... Every man born after him was born into that sin nature, that nature dominating him. But we're of the second Adam. Now, when we were born in the earth, we were born under the sin nature. But now this, the second Adam, we receive him. And in, the, in Christ, we get a new nature. We're a new creature. Those that be in Christ, we, the, uh, the oldest passed away. The new has come. We are new. We're not the same species That's right. as the first Adam anymore. We're not that species. We're of the second Adam. And then Jesus came as the second Adam, then lived his life to show us what the life of the second Adam is to look like. That's your life. He demonstrated life as the second Adam. Sin had no dominion over him. Right. He did not yield to sin. Right. He walked in total authority yeah. and total yeah. dominion. Yeah. And he says, Now that's the example of how the second Adam lives. That's the new creature in Christ, and now that's you. Yeah. So Glory. you're authorized yeah. to live in the same success Jesus demonstrated.
0: Glory to God. That's
1: only going to happen in your. In, Play out in your everyday life if you talk of yourself and see yourself as I'm, an, I'm of the second Adam. I'm the new creature in Christ, a new species of being, a, a, a species of man that never existed until Jesus was born. Amen. Oh, Everything's new. The old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We're not of the first Adam. We're of the second Adam. We live our life. We, we conduct our thinking. We speak words that are of the second Adam. And this is what Paul did. When he would refer to himself, he would refer to himself as in Christ. Because he saw himself as part of the second Adam. A new species. A whole new species of a being that that came into being Gosh. it's a, it's a,
0: that's, mm-hmm. that's us yes. Oh, yes. That's we were
1: we were crucified with christ at first Adam that's right. crucified wow. yeah. that sin nature mm-hmm. that sin having dominion over that first no no i'm i'm, I'm crucified i'm buried uh oh. the thing is um I'm dead. So you you see this. I'm dead to sin. I'm dead to the flow of the devil or the flow of the world pushing me around because I'm not of that species anymore. I'm a new species, a new race of man that never existed before. Um. You have to build that awareness in you. That's called renewing your mind, bringing your mind into the understanding of this by feeding on it, meditating on it. So you say, I live out of that flow now. And that's what Paul lived out of, is he recognized that when he showed up, Christ showed up. When he was preaching, Christ was speaking through him. If I could say it this way, you, you've probably heard this example. If you go to put on a glove, we are the glove. The Christ in us is the movement. The Christ in us is the power. That we're just the outer, this body, the, we're just the outer giving expression to what's in us. We no longer give expression to the flow of the old man. We're not an old man. We're not the old creature anymore. So we're going to quit giving expression and way, acting as though the old man. See, when we before we were born again, the old man taught us a way of thinking, a way of acting, a way of speaking. Way of speaking. We're not doing that anymore. We're, that's why it says, put off the old man. He's talking about put off what the old man taught you before you got born again. It taught you the wrong flow. It taught you how to respond wrong. It taught Uh you how to think wrong. Put that off, put on the new man, put on the thinking of the new man, the behavior of the new man, the thoughts of the new man, the the words of the new man, put on the new man. And that's what Paul did. He said, I'm in Christ. He never referred to himself as being after the flesh. He said, the things I accomplished in the flesh before he met Christ, because listen, he was astute. He was an astute scholar Uh of the Old Testament. He was a Pharisee. He was, he was zealous towards spiritual things but he w- but he did it under the old man. Right. Paul said all those things that were credit to me that I accomplished in the flesh he said they are nothing but dung to me. Right. Now, they're nothing but refuse. None of that matters. What matters now is who I am in Christ. Who I am in him. I'm in him. You're in him. We have to talk as one in him, think as one in him. If he wouldn't do it, I won't do it. If he wouldn't say it, I won't say it. If he wouldn't act it, I won't act it. Why? Because he was my example of how the second Adam operates. And we're, we had the same ability to function as he functions because in Christ equals as Christ. Praise we're God. in Christ. We are as Christ. As Even Christ. as He is, so are we in this world. Not just go, when we get to heaven. In this world, we're to live as Christ.
0: Amen. Praise, Amen. God. Amen.
1: praise oh, the Lord. Praise well, we went off track a little bit, but if you don't get this straight, you'll always struggle with faith. Yeah. Right. You'll always struggle with faith because you'll always try to have faith based on who you are in the natural. Uh-huh. And our faith comes from who we what the word says yes. about us and who we are based on the word is how we release that faith. Yeah, yeah. Because if all we do is think of ourselves as natural, yeah. we'll not we'll not be bold right. to release our faith as That's we are. Right. Right. But when we say I'm in him, oh, yeah. therefore oh. I release my faith yeah. as one in him. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Oh. Well, you're going to have to come back tomorrow. You're, going to, you're just going to have to come back. we got too much to say, right? And there's too much to see. So much to learn, but we're learning. I said we're learning. Amen. And uh, you don't want to miss the upcoming episode. There's going to be a blessing to you. And, and remember this until next time. Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. The timeless truths in this book, Answer It, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testing. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Paducah, Kentucky at World Harvest Church of Paducah, May 21st through the 25th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store.